0: What up? It is Tuesday. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulcoran. Hope you are enjoying your day in which we have all discovered, or at least I've discovered, that Legos, over the course of the last 15 years, have held a higher value than gold. So, what you should do, instead of listening to talk show pundits who tell you to invest in gold so that you can survive the zombie apocalypse, you should take all of that gold and buy Millennium Falcon Lego sets. You'll be a million times safer and actually have a return of nearly 7% more than you would with the gold. And now you know. And with that, it's the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. Alright, it is the Everything is Marketing podcast, and as we in the Midwest have uh, enjoyed in the last 24 hours, our first snowstorm, I thought we would talk a little bit about fear marketing, because it's a very interesting thing when you see the first snowfall of the year, even in a place like Michigan, where people absolutely lose their mind. Here in Grand Rapids, they shut down a whole bunch of things uh, early in the afternoon in anticipation for this ice-slash-snowstorm. And by doing that, kept a lot of the traffic off the road and probably minimized The amount of accidents that would have happened. However, as with all of these things, when you start reporting like that, you build up this fear mongering and people start to freak out as if this is going to be a giant thing that we've never faced before. I'm looking out the window right now. It's about five inches of ice snow. Not fun to drive in, but not the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And that's the thing about fear marketing or what is called the fear appeal. That's the uh, phase of marketing that you would be talking about. Here's how it works. There are essentially two parts of your brain when you're dealing with marketing. There are more, but we'll keep it easy. There is the front part that we will call the neocortex, and then there is the back part that we will call the amygdala. If a marketer can dial into the fear part of your brain, that is the amygdala. And the thing about the amygdala is that it can override the neocortex, meaning it can essentially shut off all of the logic that you have in your head so that you can solve the fear that you are feeling right this very second. And very, very powerful fear marketing is able to do one thing. Raise the threat level so that you think fear is everywhere. So uh, if you've been paying attention to the news, I'm assuming you'll know what sort of things I'm talking about. That um, cops are shooting everybody. That every Muslim that you meet is a terrorist. Those sorts of things. Raise this giant level of awareness that all of the logic in your head, that there's a shooting every eight minutes in the United States and that... Any minute, we should all be carrying guns. And all of these things are very visceral, and people have a very visceral reaction to them. Why? Well, because when you're dealing with fear logic is thrown out the window. Now, there are facts buried in all of those stories, but when you're dealing with marketing, you want to dial into the fear so that you can shut off the logic and you can just talk directly to the amygdala. More specific examples, if you look at the Truth campaign when they talked about cigarettes and what cigarettes do to your body, when you talk about uh, the war on drugs in the 80s where you had the very... kind of plain but powerful commercial where they crack an egg into a frying pan and say, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. We're dealing with fear. And when you see the fear, you're trying to assuage that fear. You want it to go away. And the product needs to have some sort of efficacy, meaning it has to be effective against said fear. So when we're talking about solutions to those problems... If you feel that we'll go back to uh, guns, because I know people like to talk about that sort of thing and it's not controversial at all. So this will go really well if we talk about guns and we think that there is uh, shootings all over the city of Grand Rapids and we feel unsafe our heightened fear level marketing to us, right? What happens if you've read every time that there's a shooting of any sort, a mass shooting of any sort, what happens? Smith and Wesson's stock goes up and guns start rolling out of stores. Why? Because people feel scared and they want that fear to go away. So when you have a giant snowstorm, to get back to what we're talking about, I was in mire and unfortunately I needed... (laughs) I needed literally to get coffee filters because my wife needed coffee filters. I was adequately prepared for whatever sort of storm would come, but we didn't have coffee filters, so I needed to go get them. The rest of the store, however, had lost their mind and was stocking up on water and stocking up on supplements and stocking up on eggs and all of the the basics that you would need to survive a 10-week-long snowstorm of which we had an eight-hour snowstorm. Now, traveling is an issue, and it can be unsafe out there. But yesterday into today was never as unsafe as all of the mediums would have made you think. That's not to say that it wasn't powerful or that it wasn't helpful. It certainly was powerful. It got a lot of people off the streets, uh, and it made people buy a whole bunch of stuff that they might not have needed. I mean, I I saw story after story of people running to tire stores to get new tires, people running to hardware stores to get uh, generators because everybody was going to lose power. None of those things are true. People did lose power, and you might have needed a, a generator, but it wasn't catastrophic. Right? You're going to get your power back at some point. But we all get our amygdalas turned on and we can't turn them. It's, in fact, very difficult to turn the amygdala off once it's been engaged, which is why the fear appeal is so powerful. But in order for the fear appeal to work, in order to get you to run to the hardware store, the fear has to be elevated to a level that you feel like it is everywhere. You feel like around every single corner there's a giant snowstorm trying to eat you alive. Then you're running to a hardware store. Then you're running to whatever tire store is in your area to get new tires. Even if you got new tires, like I said, the amygdala is going to shut off the logic. You might get new tires just in case because maybe you think that this particular tire would be better at the ice snow than the particular ones that you got in August. That's how fear marketing works. Now, even that you know that now doesn't help you from fear marketing if the fear is high enough. If they get the heightened awareness enough, even that will not keep you from making a rash decision or throwing logic out the window. I know uh, occasionally I'm stumbling around the radio and I I listen to Glenn Beck and he does uh, a series of ads that lock into the fear-mongering. And one of them uh, I alluded to in the intro to this is that he wants everybody to buy gold for the impending collapse of the entire economy, including a company that he deals with that makes a gold credit card that you can break into tiny pieces so that you can trade in the... Dystopian society that we will live in uh, after Glenn Beck gets his way, and that's nothing against Glenn Beck, right? That we're in a consumerist uh, society we're in a capitalist universe and so whoever wants to sell the product and wants to use fear appeal more power to you but when you heighten the fear is which is what he's doing right he's saying that the economy is going to collapse heretofore invest in gold and silver because they are real things now like i said with the original stuff when you're talking about police shootings when you're talking about mass shootings when you're talking about terrorism there are facts in there But you have to be able to dumb down your amygdala in order to find the facts. Facts are, we're not on the gold standard. So your dollar is essentially made up for all intents and purposes, right? There's nothing backing it. It's just, it's an agreement between you and I that that is worth a dollar. Other than that, there is nothing. So if the economy were to actually collapse, there would be nothing holding us to agreeing that that dollar was worth a dollar because there would be no society to endorse that ideology. Whereas gold is a precious resource that you could actually trade if there was no economy. We we went back to the barter system. So there is truth in the advertisement. But the fear is what sells the credit card that breaks into tiny pieces so that you can trade it to other people for your wheat, your wheelbarrow, your donkey, and your 12-gauge shotgun so that you can continue down the Oregon Trail and not get dysentery because, of course, that's what you always lost by in the Oregon Trail is dysentery. So you would need the gold credit card to prevent yourself from having any sort of dysentery. All right. I just thought for today, it'd be fun to play around with a little bit of the science of advertising and talk about fear since we were in the grips of fear. And here we are today. We're all here. Uh, The roads are plowed and we're getting more snow, not to the level that we got last night, but that might come sometime soon. And just remember this. When everyone is telling you to get off the roads and telling you that everything's going to be dangerous and it's going to be an ice storm, all of that might be true. But what else did you see yesterday when you were watching television? Every single newscaster in a car driving in the roads to show you just how dangerous it was. Heighten the fear and sell anything that you want. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hallgren. It's all about the game and how you play it. It's all about control. And if you can take it, it's all about your debt. And if you can pay it, it's all about pay.